Hello and welcome. This is the Millennial Ill Podcast. I'm Erin, and the other voice you'll soon be hearing beside me is my best friend, Rachel. Just a Midwest girl. A Midwest you know? girl is just a journey song. <laughs> <laughs> we go way back. Quite frankly, we're both in it so deep with each other, we can't walk away. I remember, yeah. like, chicks in school would be, like, meeting guys off MySpace. They would just have them pick them up in the school parking lot. And then I just remember thinking that was the most fucking craziest thing. And be like, I wonder if I'm going to see them on the news. <laughs> now we have Tinder. Oh, God, and I do see one. those people on the news. Can't trick me, Norman Bates. I got my mother stuffed in the basement, too. That's why we decided to start this podcast. Look, we both like to talk shit and have fun. With all that being said, this podcast is solely for entertainment purposes. I want to believe that well I'm pretty sure you're probably not that fun in real life so move on get a life get a clue and most importantly fuck off with all that being said welcome to the show I work with a girl who is like addicted to going to psychics I'm almost convinced and I I blame myself to be honest with you like a hundred percent I'm to blame for why why she goes (laughs) Because I went with her once, and then I went back with her again, and my second experience back was not good, but she loved hers, of course. So I was talking to her at work about having, like, a past life. I don't know if you believe in past life. I definitely do. Okay. I know a lot of people do. I'm on the fence. Um, I find it, but I find it really interesting Okay. And there's this guy on YouTube and his video was going around the internet. And basically he was meditating, like having people meditate. And then they would, um, close their eyes. And then you would picture your past life in this video. And I was talking to her about it because I know she's into stuff like that. And she was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Like, did you like it? And I'm like, well, I, I tried it at home. I didn't really see my past life like he said he would. So I don't really know what that's about, <laughs> but whatever. And she was talking to one of her clients about this. And her, her client was like, oh my God, there's a psychic. She's like a two hour long appointment. And she goes through your past life cycles with you. Okay. This sounds expensive already. I know. I know. I think it was, I think it was like, I don't, I didn't ask her, but if I have to guess, it's probably a couple hundred bucks. She goes and sees this girl that her client recommended. And then she comes to work and I had no idea that this was even happening at the salon that day. Like I didn't know that that, I had no idea that she had any inkling to go see this person. And she comes to the salon and she's like, Oh my God, I have to tell you my past life. This woman will go all the way from like the 1400s with you and, and tells you about like the 1400s and then she'll like go on and be like, okay, she told her that she had a, a soulmate that was female. Okay. That follows her around and her name, I don't even remember her name, but it was something so ridiculous. She told her that she was a Viking in one of her past lives. Um, and then she told me that, at, and first of all, 
I read a lot of bad things about opening up the gateway to your past life. Like they say that a lot of bad things can happen to you if you open up that realm of things. I feel like I watched a haunting episode that was about this. Like the girl got into like, and she like brought up shit from like. Yes. Another life or something. (laughs) Yeah. It's supposed to like, like all those past life people that you met and saw, it's supposed to be like demons. Like it's supposed to be like a really dark entity. There's like an, I'm sure there's a negative side to any exploration you're doing with ghosts and demons and stuff. But anyway, so she tells me that she's after she sees this lady, she goes home and she's sitting at home and the girl that she said was her soulmate was talking to her. How does she know this? How, how? Because she is, she claims to be very sensitive when it comes to spirits and apparitions. Like she sees them, she talks to them. Like she considers herself to be a sensitive person. Okay. And she said that the girl was like talking to her, telling her that she didn't like her boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe this is just your like conscious telling you to fucking move on. Yeah. Yeah, if you knew the story of that, you would probably think that too. Um, I was so dead though at this story. I was like, I I honestly was shook that this was a two-hour psychic session for one. Seems like a lot. It is a lot. She goes over every time you die. She'll tell you every time you die why you die. Hear that? Me neither. (laughs) It just sounds like it's gonna. It gives me anxiety and even my fucking life. Yeah, I think it's biz- I think it's a bit bizarro to be honest with you. Like, I don't know. I, she 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 told me this, and I was like genuinely concerned. And then she was telling one other girl. She was like texting one of the other girls, and she's like, "Go see her. It was amazing." But she doesn't work with her ever. So when she came to work, I was like, "Don't go, don't go," because I'm like, I don't know what happened with this therapy session. But she's like talking to her soulmate at home. Like, having conversations with her. Do you think you have any memories from a past life? Because, not to be funny, I think I do. No, but I have deja vus a lot. I'm, like, definitely somebody that will, like, be in a situation and then pause and have, like, an overwhelming feeling. And they say that when you have deja vu, it's supposed to be, like, a past life thing. Okay. But I, I've never had, like, glimpses of, like, anything like that at all. No. I believe I was a construction worker. Interesting. Because I have this really vivid memory, and it happened when I was really young, where there's two memories. There's one where, I, like, I'm standing in a job site, and okay. I'm looking up at a building that's not built yet. But seeing it being worked on. Huh. And the other memory I have is being actually up on top of the building and I'm watching the work go on. Mm. So Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know what that fucking means, but I've always been like, huh, is that like a past life type thing? I mean, it could be. That's that's kind of like the meditation this guy does on YouTube. It's like 30 minutes long and it's supposed to just like basically have you go deep into that thought and that psyche and i i don't know 
her, her, I, I wish I remembered the name of the, her soulmate because it was hysterical and maybe I shouldn't be saying her name out loud. It could be some demon name, honestly. Yeah. Like I believe in that kind of stuff. So maybe it's best. I don't remember it, but I couldn't buy into that. Like two hours of my time was spent going through every moment in my life that I died and came back to birth. I don't know. What's the purpose of knowing this information? Well, the problem is, is like, I feel like when people are like slightly addicted to psychics, they feel like that gives them answers into their life and why they are the way they are. That's exactly what it is. It's just to benefit you in some way and make you feel better. Oh, totally. And I don't really buy into that too much. So it's whatever. Yeah, it definitely, I think it's fun to like explore like the supernatural and stuff like that. I mean, I'm a huge horror fan. Like we both are like, we like spooky shit, but at the same time, like I've known people to get obsessed, astrology, Mm -hmm. birth charts, horoscopes. I remember like the shit, like my childhood best friend and I would do like thinking we're witches at like 12 and 15 yeah. And we were just being dumb <laughs> and we would scare the living shit out of ourselves. Just being oh, yeah. dumb and you know, I don't know. I like I like to admire it. I don't want no fucking demon coming after me because I definitely believe in that no. shit. Me too. I hundred percent believe in in that stuff too. And they say like like if you give energy like that, yes. I don't know how else to say it, it opens up bad things to happen to you like you're not yeah. to be that exposed to the other side yeah 100 percent. i'll like go to a psychic i'll like maybe see how things are going to play out for me in a certain way but i don't really want to know too much about myself you know i don't want to i'm okay i'm cool she also asked i guess if you want to know what your past life is going to be later on like, like how this one's going to end? Yes. I don't want to know anything about that. Like, I don't want to know the day I fucking die. Like, Same, honestly. It just seems... Yeah. I don't know how any of that's beneficial. I mean, I guess that would be interesting. It's not. I would definitely be interested. I don't know if I could sit there for two hours and listen to that, though. But I would definitely be like, well, at least tell me what the last one was like. Because I do have some theories that, like, maybe the reason I'm so afraid of being eaten by an animal is because in a past life I was eaten by an animal. But at the end of the day, I did watch a lot of Animal Planet. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I always think, like, your inner fears are driven by past life. Like, I always, you know, I, like, I have a, a terrible fear of being on a boat. And falling like I have a fear of falling and being on a boat and I wonder if that is like part of it for me you could have been Titanic I totally could have been honestly you're Jack yeah I hope yeah I'm somebody I'm I'm somebody and knowing me I was probably some rich bitch too because of the way I act now in my my normal life so no one saved you and you went down cold water oh fuck no my family probably like wanted me dead yeah, there was like an, um, you're an old woman who like had a bunch of life insurance and they were just like, you married Fuck a yeah. sexy young lover and he pushed you off the boat. Fuck yeah, my family did me so dirty. I already know. I believed, I believe it was an Unsolved Mysteries 
it was one of those type of shows, but it was some woman talking about her past life because it was somehow affecting her. And she okay. was having all these like memories from like the Holocaust. And I just remember like she tells this story about how she had to kill her children so they wouldn't be taken to the camps. I okay. just remember that shit terrifying me as a fucking kid. So that's why like I would just not really be down to fucking listen to two hours of just me dying over and over. It's like some fucked up video game, really. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Playing The Sims. <laughs> like some, yeah, like some Final Destination shit, honestly. You just like witness everyone's deaths. Yeah, yeah I Can't. don't. I would just be interested to know how much that cost because that couldn't have been fucking. I, th- I think it cost a couple hundred dollars. I don't want to ask because I was like, I don't want to be that nosy. Well, I would have played it off like, oh, I still want to go. How much was it though? Like, just so I know, so I'm not sticker shocked when I get there. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I think I want to ask her when I see her next. Like, out of curiosity. Please do. Like, shit. So what do you think about, like, Jeffree Star's new boo? I can't tell if it's, like, all for make-believe, you know? So this is allegedly. So you know how I sent you that picture of Jeffree Star's boyfriend's supposed baby mama? Yes. I guess she got harassed so bad, she deleted her social media accounts. Like, people were coming after her hard. Like, Jeffree Star fans. I'm sorry that was she in the wrong for being shook. But honestly, I was telling you this yesterday where um, he is obviously bisexual. Obviously, yeah. Because somebody on... And he has a certain look to bisexual. He likes the more feminine man. He does. His last boyfriend was feminine. Yeah, the black Jeffree Star. That's yeah, he basically what he was. looked like. And he, he, according to him, they're still fucking around with each other and just gave him a pair of diamond earrings. So. Wait, wait. So Jeffree Star's, Jeffree Star's man bought him a pair of diamond earrings? He said that they're still fucking around. They're still together. And he just gave him jewelry. So, oh. yeah. That's why I Jeffree don't... Star got on a Snapchat, like, I think yesterday and was saying... I don't pay people to hang out with me. I don't give them things. I don't pay them. But he was basically like, and by the way, he was single when we were talking to each other. Like, there's no one else. Like, no one's like, basically, like, don't come after my happiness. But it's just like, people just got questions. He's literally got pictures with an infant from a couple months ago in a pool. So don't say... This motherfucker don't have baggage because he obviously does. The fact that he's an athlete and he's being this open about it, that's kind of a red flag too because let's be honest, male sports mm-hmm. are still pretty homophobic. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So the, and he plays in a foreign league. So who knows what that's like over fucking – I don't even know where he's playing. Yeah, yeah. So what's his angle? Because there's something. Well, I, I'm sure some. I'm sure someone slid into someone's DMs and then poof, there it was. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna go ahead and guess that probably could have been the NBA player. Oh yeah. You know, and it sounds like it's not like when he. Met, it's not like when he met Nate. You know, Nate had no baggage. He lived in Michigan 
you know, he slid into Jeffrey's DMs. He worked at a pet store. Yeah. Regardless of what, I'm sorry, like, I'm going to say this, and this is probably going to be so, so bad of me to say this, but, like, Nate has to be a little gay. Like, there's just no way for me that he's 100% straight, because throughout that whole relationship, they claim that he was straight. Yeah, people say that he was paid, and I don't believe that. I think he, I I think he was a young guy exploring his sexuality. I think so, too, and honestly, I just feel like... And he realized he liked girls a little more than he liked guys. Yeah, that's I okay. believe that. But I think he's a little... Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you can't be in a relationship like he was and claim to be totally straight. But I also know that, because Jeffree Star spoke about it in the past, when they would have threesomes, they would involve other females. So he definitely had a preference toward females. Yeah. Of course. And, and I, I think you said this to me a long time ago, like if you're starting to have, if you're going to have to bring other people that many times into your relationship, like they did it a lot. They said that they did threesomes off very often. I'm going to say right here, I really don't believe in polygamy or, <laughs> so, or like those polyamorous, polyamorous. relationships. So yeah, as that. you can see a polyamorous relationship, did it work out? No. No, I didn't. And no. don't I, fucking message me about your sob story. I don't care. <laughs> I, I like it makes me angry. Have you ever seen that TikTok of like that girl who's like, guys, the best news happened, and she's like crying, like she's she's visibly upset, but she's trying to be happy. She's mm-hmm. like, finally, my best friend and husband are in love with each other. They're just so happy. We're in a relationship, all three of us. And you could just see her fucking heartbreaking to the point no, where- No, thank you. I used to get a I lot have- of those on my fucking TikTok uh, feed. And it would be like, don't judge us. We're in love. And it's just like, <laughs> go away. <laughs> I don't care about anyone's love, especially between three. Ah, it's all a fucking scam. Honestly, Why can't people just be emotionless? <laughs> because uh, as someone who's always emotional, I don't know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, poly- polyamorous people, I feel like, are the most, like, out there with their relationships. Like, everyone needs to know that there's multiple people. Like, we're, I'm, I'm dating two people. Hey, hey, look at me. I'm dating yeah. two people. It's like, who fucking cares? I don't give a fuck. We all braid each other's rainbow hair. Yeah. We have gauges. (laughs) Like, I I have, like, almost the same amount of anger as you do for poly relationships. Like, if you're in one, cool. If it's that successful, you don't have to fucking talk about it. No. (laughs) Like, who cares what I think? I don't give a fuck. They have a rainbow flag, too, okay? (laughs) Okay. I have a rainbow um, bright tattoo. What does that say? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess time will tell and see because obviously there's a lot of drama with him and people he's been dating or had dated. Yeah, people are coming out of the woodwork. For he's what, not going to be around forever. Because I actually was scrolling through Jeffree Star's um, Instagram to like confirm this. How he dresses on the regular is not makeup and shit all day. No. Really not. Not anymore. Not in the last, like, three, four years. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not that, like, punk rocker. He is in Gucci tracksuits. Yeah. With, like, his hair down. Now, he's kind of wearing the same things, but it's definitely more feminine. Like, he's obviously, he has to, like, look a certain way to be attractive to this person, and that only lasts so long. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially because he's such a control freak. So he's probably yeah. like, this is the new, this is the puppy love. This is like, oh, passing notes back and forth, what not. But it's going to get old quick. And I think once it goes sour, I think this could go really sour. I feel like for right now, he's pretending to be like Khloe Kardashian and Lamar Odom, like from back <laughs> in the day. Like that's what like I'm getting the vibes. Yeah, like this quick romance that turns bad. Conveniently, you're dating a black guy right after being accused of being a racist. Yeah, that was a bad. You're taking weird pictures with each other that people can totally... People are already saying, like, hateful things. Like... Oh, for sure. You're not really... It doesn't seem like you're really protecting him. And you're supposedly supposed to care about him. He doesn't well, really seem not, like he's protecting. They're not. There's just doesn't seem like there's any loyalty. Well, the guy he's with isn't really protecting himself. You know, I'm sorry, but having tattoos is a part of your identity, and people are going to find you based on those tattoos. So he knew posting that picture, people were going to find him online. I he had to have thought that. about that. I believe he, he wanted that. that. I think he was too. I think that like. I don't know his story, like maybe his career is ending in the NBA or whatever the case is, but there's going to be a story soon. But right now they're on vacation together, I think. And if he gets kicked off of any team, it's going to go right to because mm-hmm. he's bisexual. Yeah. And that's going to cause something. I yeah. don't know how in his favor that will all be since, I mean, Jeffree Star is never going to be canceled, mm-hmm. but... I don't he's not liked and people are a lot people are so much more honest with it right now well and the NBA isn't playing like obviously they can't play or travel so well he's like like overseas so I don't even know what that schedule is like I'm sure it's the same as here honestly I mean pandemics everywhere and I honestly think that like he picked a good time to do this because you know he can avoid some people I'm sure people are messaging him and texting him like dude what the fuck or, you know, people overseas, NBA is a little bit different than I feel like professional ball in America. I don't know. I feel like there's maybe there might be more acceptance and I don't know. But I don't. It depends on the country, to be honest. On the country, yeah. So, I don't know. This is like a to be continued story, but I but love the it. Fact, that, huh. The fact he has a kid, he went oh, to Jeffree Star playing stepmommy. No, no. I can't imagine Jeffree Star doing a lot of things, honestly. <laughs> and having a kid is one of them. And not for the, I don't know. I just can't see him having that, like, maternal side to him. He's kind of like that with his dogs in a way, but dogs are different. Animals are different. Animals, it's, I don't know. I don't know. We don't have kids. People would be like, hey, you don't fucking know what you're talking about, you barren bitches. And it's just like, <laughs> look, I'm still entitled to my not wrong. Exactly. They're not wrong. I don't have kids. I don't know how it feels. I don't claim to understand what that would feel like. I'm just saying that, like, based on actions and principle, I just can't personally see it from him. But who knows? I could be wrong. Again, allegedly. I'm going to use the word allegedly. Allegedly. I'm saying all this. Because I could could suck ass later. A couple months from now, maybe... You know what I mean? A couple months from now, maybe he's holding two twins. Maybe maybe he adopts a kid. I don't fucking know. Can you you imagine... It's like the fucking scene out of Bruno. <laughs> oh, God. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> this is my black baby. 
<laughs> oh man, the audience reaction in that scene was amazing. What the fuck they all what did he name that kid? He named it something and I just remember the audience were like <gasps> <laughs> That baby was so beautiful though. I wanted I wanna see that baby now. Honestly. Oh, he named the baby OJ. <laughs> OJ. <laughs> He's like, this is my baby OJ. I forget who I saw that movie oh, with, but they gosh. were so fucking mortified. They were appalled. I loved it though. I love that movie too. Honestly, that's a, it's so funny to this day. It's so ridiculous. I don't know if it's a deleted scene or not. It might be a deleted scene. It was like in the beginning and they kept having like maids walk into the hotel room. Mm-hmm. He was like strapped to like a sex machine and there was just shit all over oh, the Oh, yes, walls. yes. <laughs> Yes. The shock value. Uh, and that. Oh, God. That's, that's, that's like the shit I loved about Jackass. I never got hurting yourself, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Getting in shopping carts and ramming each other. Like, I never saw the humor in fucking yeah. yourself up like that. I always appreciated them when they were scaring people. Like, one of my favorite clips is, it's in the um, original TV series, it has, like, Johnny Knoxville. I know Bam Margera's in it. But they dress up as, like, orderlies from a psych hospital, and they have psych <laughs> patients in the back. And they pull into a gas station, and they're asking, like, for directions, and then the patients just, like, run out and just start <laughs> screaming. And there's, like, this just old man who just locks his kids up in the car, and he's just, like, standing there, like, trying to pretend, like, nothing's going on. That's the shit I love. Or they're, like, walking with hazmat. You can't, you could not do this now. But, like, walking with hazmat suits and they have, like, a fake chemical and they actually drop it. (laughs) There is some guy who, like, I don't know if he's Muslim or not, but he, Mm -hmm. I think he is. He goes and pretends to be, like, a terrorist in, like, public situation. The videos are fucking insane. Amazing. I'm sure it's happened. I haven't seen it though, but I'm still I'm waiting for like when one of those prank videos goes so wrong that the person gets killed. Yeah, yeah. Did you see uh, that Steve like duct taped himself to a billboard? Yeah, and he did it to promote his like comedy special. I think him getting on top of a billboard is what landed him in jail when he was protesting SeaWorld. He did it again. I don't know if he went to jail for this one. No, though. I'm, I think he had a permit this time. Would you? Yeah. I, that's terrifying. Yeah. And it was coming off because of how hot it was. Yeah. That's fucking scary. And the, <laughs> I watched a video of it. The like LAPD had to come and like for the fire trucks and take him down. <laughs> you know, they're just like fall motherfucker fall. Yeah, <laughs> there were so many people. I'm sure somebody would have fucking caught us fall, honestly. There were so many fans and shit. I saw the video. It was like the whole street. Oh, yeah. Shit was I'm crowded. sure it was a bunch of like 400 pound bros with their shirts off being like, bounce here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Steve I I kind of miss him dating Kat Von D, honestly. I kind of like them two together. How fucking batshit. That, that fucking. Well, she's bad shit anyway. She's so, so fucking bad shit. Her fucking, okay. Honestly, I don't even know if I want to get into her right now because I don't know if it's worth my time, but I can't with her and her fucking crazy ass husband or whoever the fuck he is. The guy who like disowned his daughter 
Yes. Because she was, like, sexually assaulted by, like, one of his bikers. Yeah. Fucking weirdo. Whatever. Like, Uh, it's kind of fucked up. And, like, talk about someone who's, like, her makeup line used to be so fucking sought after. And now, like, they, like, the brand's discontinued. I mean, it's under a new name, but her fucking image has been sold out from it. It was, yeah, it was she just making sold no it. money. It All those palettes were going straight TJ Maxx and, like, Marshall. It was because she was making, like, anti-fucking vaccine remarks. That's what like, fucking killed her. Like Nobody people, wants to hear that shit, you dumbass. She got a little crazy with the vegan shit. Yes. But once she, like, got pregnant and she really started talking about, like, oh, we're raising our baby completely vegan, no shots, like, I don't believe in vaccines... That t- t- fucking killed her career. Mm-hmm. Like, people were okay. just, like, done. That's why I really feel like she just she just really stays off social media. I mean, I guess she's still trying to be a singer, which that's kind of fucking odd, too. I don't know if I don't get that ever... It's like, I, I believe, like, a lot of the reason Bam Margera is fucked up is because he's always chasing the dream of being a rock star and he never was. Oh my god, he how is it. Bam Margera? Is he, has he been anywhere? Because there was like that couple months where he kind of like was being a bit manic. He's sober. He, he is? is? Yeah, apparently that's what it looks like on Instagram. He's not talking in like made up languages anymore. That's good. We love to see, we love to see growth. Yeah. He's too old to fucking be acting like that anyway. Some people never grow up. Well, and I guess I'm not surprised. Him, him of all people, I feel like would be that case, you know? Mm-hmm. Did you see Scott Peterson getting a new trial? Yeah, I saw that. I think they want to take away his, um, they want, well, they, they, I think he got, the death penalty got taken off the table with him, I saw. Yeah, he's getting well, a new trial. And I agree with why they're giving him a new trial. Because of the the jury selection was so fucking biased with that case. Um, yeah, they so they overturned his death penalty sentence. They actually rejected his claim that he received an unfair trial. But the court, in unanimous opinion, said that because of errors by the trial judge during jury selection, yeah, Peterson's right to an impartial jury. Okay, well, so I guess yeah, I guess so. Prosecutors can retry the penalty phase if they wish to seek a death sentence. Interesting. I mean, honestly, we still have to go into our debate about Peterson, but I think he deserves the right to a whole new outlook on his on his case. I think there's a lot of things that they missed because they were so focused on that he was the person that did it. So I'm kind of interested to see like what happens after this, but I still don't think he, nothing, it's not going to be time served by any means. Like he's going to get life if anything were to happen. From this article I'm reading, it seems to be that that would be what would happen regardless. Yeah. I think like the only benefit would be to get the threat of execution permanently Um, shut down, but who knows if that's going to happen. Even though California has the most lax death penalty, like they haven't killed anyone since I believe 2006. They're the slowest. So chances are he's never going to... Just like the Golden State Killer. Like, he pled guilty to um, avoid the death penalty. Mm -hmm. So that's why he had to listen to all those, like, victims coming (laughs) forward and shaming him about his small penis. (laughs) (laughs) But you know Uh, he's going to, like, get to the fucking prison yard and drop dead. Yeah, he's not going to make it long in jail. He looks like he's fucking dying in that wheelchair. 
He got he he he's he's not looking too hot, honestly. He's not gonna make it in jail any longer. He's probably gonna last maybe a year, two years tops, and that's it. Did you ever hear of like the toy box killer? Um, like bits and pieces. I won't get not- into it. It's like a little too much, but just like kind of jumping forward to the end. So like he died in the middle of his trial, like right as he was being sentenced. He had a massive heart attack and just died. So like he, it's probably gonna be there's gonna there's still no justice for those situations for those women yeah oh no hold on um, this is one of okay i saved this this is a um an excerpt from one of the victims yeah. did his little penis drive him to be so angry all the time did he study criminology so he could carry out his evil deeds as a bad cop without getting caught it's just like i just love that they just keep talking about his like little penis every chance that they get Oh, yeah. Like, I have an opportunity. I'm going to go with it. Hell, yeah. Honestly. Like, he, he deserves it. It's not like they could, like, if there was, like, a woman rapist, would they shame her about her vagina? It's just so funny. That's what makes me laugh about it. It's just, like, <laughs> they know how to go for, like, the guts with dudes. Like, kid them where they fucking hurt. They're dead. Yeah, well... Exactly. No, but yeah, that that's where all their ego lies. So, at that point, what what do they have left at that point? Exactly. Like, do you think he's listening, or he's just like counting to like a billion in his head, or he's just like, I should just slit her fucking throat? He's probably <laughs> thinking he wants to kill everybody in that room. Right. He's probably like, if I had a bomb, yeah. <laughs> he's an evil person. He's probably like calculating how he could get out of that one he's probably gonna have a stroke in that chair because he's so fucking pissed off (laughs) that would really be the dream right for many of those people so yeah yeah he uh he does he deserves it so whatever fucking weirdo like you know i i wish a motherfucker would come into my home fucking rape me and then have the audacity to eat the fucking food out of my fridge like i so wish that that would fucking happen to me because honest to fucking god i would be so i i I don't even know i would be one i'd be done with life because i'm like not only did he come here to fucking assault me he chose to fucking make himself a fucking five course meal like he deserves every penis stroke he can get (laughs) right without a doubt like you fucking made people live in fear yeah for years like fuck you dude i want to know i'm gonna be interested to see when like his documentary comes out you know like the ones that talk about like his childhood because right now yeah he's being talked about a lot but it's all from like the case perspective because they literally just caught this guy they've known nothing about him so you know in a few years they're gonna have and maybe one of his like kids are gonna like write a book maybe his wife yep i don't know because i know that gets weird because you get sued by like victims families i know that's what always happens with like btk's family well you can't profit off of it right so but maybe they'll Um, give some interviews or something but uh his his wife though i think she because he was married when he got caught right he was married for, like, a long-ass fucking time. I want to say, like, they were married for, like, 40-some-odd years. 
I thought she said that he was abusive. Like I thought he, I thought she made it, or maybe that was his ex-wife. Somebody he used to date. Was, was he married twice or no? This was like his only wife. Um, when I was reading about him, it seems like he was only married once. I feel like she had said that she lived in fear being with him because he was, but I can't remember exactly her testimony. I'm sure she has a lot to say, honestly. That's what BTK's like kids or daughter always does. Even though she'll be like, I knew he was a murderer. (laughs) He lived in fear. Fucking daughter. It's like, girl, bye. Listen, honey, mental health obviously is an issue in your family, so maybe you should go fucking talk to a therapist because yeah, we talked. I bet you about her before on this podcast. And I'm gonna stop because I can go on about his fucking daughter. I was looking at more about that um, Alyssa Turney case. Okay. Yeah. Um, for people that don't know, it's this girl who went missing 19 years ago, and her sister Sarah has been really like front runner and trying to solve it and yeah like there's like um a dateline of it that came out a few Mm -hmm. years ago it's on youtube if you type it in it's like the first thing that comes up it's like three hours long oh wow but still like and i even just watched a youtube video that was from like two years ago and the case Mm -hmm. was like Still not really, people didn't really fucking care. But off a one fucking TikTok viral video. Yeah. Now that case is being solved. Yeah. And they believe that it was Alyssa's stepfather who killed her. He definitely did. He fucking killed her. Yeah, he definitely did, yeah. It was fucked up. I was reading about, like, the family. So the girl's mother died when they were really young. Mm-hmm. And he adopted Alyssa. So, like, it was, it seemed like it was the two of them growing up with him. Mm-hmm. And he was just fucking obsessed with her. Like, he had all these cameras in the house, ones like in the vents that would like focus on her bedroom. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Uh, when police raided the house they found a contract that he had her sign claiming that he never raped her okay isn't that fucked up um the the whole story is really fucked up honestly i feel bad for that girl who had to deal with this for so long Mm -hmm. and like um in the dateline thing she defends her father sarah but at the time, it wasn't until, I guess, like, after that came out where she saw, like, she finally heard, like, mm-hmm. the like the sexual abuse allegations and just, like, the weird shit her father did that she kind of put the pieces together. Because that was, like, mm-hmm. her only parent. Like, he raised her. Yeah. Like, she didn't have her mom. She only had him. And everyone surrounding her would just tell her what a great guy he was. Because he got arrested. He got, like, like, 10 years for having a bunch of explosives. Because, so, originally, he told police that Alyssa ran away from school one day. That story has, like, morphed a few times. And when he got caught, he said that Alyssa was killed by this, like, 
old job he used to have. Mm-hmm. And he was going there to basically be like a suicide bomber to try to bring okay. not- like notice for the case to get it back in the headlines again to like find Alyssa. So, like, it's always, like, one weird story after another. Like, it made no sense. Apparently, he used to be a sheriff. He had all the surveillance equipment mm-hmm. to the point that he had to be in some type of, like, intelligence. Like, it's a strange fucking case. It honestly sounds like it. And now, just, like, Friday, this past Friday... They arrested him. He's going on trial for the murder of Alyssa. They still never found the body, though. Yeah, I can imagine. So I wonder. I wonder what they have to like. To like proceed with the case. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's so fucked up. There has to be a lot of evidence against him. If they arrested him, they have to have evidence in order to arrest you, don't they? Or probable cause, at least. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of really interested to see this trial play out. You know, like how the details of it and stuff. And I guess there was um, another killer who uh, confessed to murdering Alyssa. Okay. But it never really panned out because, like, his the story he like he made her sound like she was some like heroin addict who I don't know that he killed in like Phoenix, but it didn't match her at all. And this guy confessed to killing another really notable mm-hmm. missing person, and then that girl was later found alive. So that dude has been kind of weeded out. So the only one who knows what happened to Alyssa is this stepfather. And he told Sarah, his daughter, that the only time he will ever confess is on his deathbed. Like, he was, like, really starting to believe that he killed her or had something to do with her uh, disappearance. He, she confronted him at the prison. And he kind of, like, just kind of, like, Passed her off and was like, oh, I guess you'll get that answer when I'm dying on my deathbed. That's what he said when she asked, like, did you murder my sister? What? Yeah, what a weirdo. He's definitely... I fucking buried her in his backyard and shit. Probably. Like, uh, he used to be a sheriff. So, yeah. like, he knew how to spin the story to make it seem like she was just, like, a runaway teen. Because the day she disappeared, like, there was no police. Like, there was no mm-hmm. search parties. Like, no one really cared. He mm-hmm. called me, like, hours later and was like, my teenage daughter ran away to California with her aunt. Okay. Yeah. And it wasn't until, like, later, like, months later that people really started being like, where the fuck's Alyssa? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Because um, when he picked Sarah up from school the day Alyssa disappeared, he, like, made Sarah call the phone. It was Sarah who went into Alyssa's bedroom and found the note, her runaway note that was like, um, I'm moving to California. You got what you wanted, Sarah. 
like whatever. Oh, I stole 300 bucks from dad. And like someone points out that, okay, the letter says she stole $300 from her father, but she had, she left town with $1,800 in her fucking bank account that she got from working. So it's like, why you're going to get farther on 1,800 than you are going to get on 300. Yeah, absolutely. And um, they did have like writing experts come and like look at her writing and they did verify that it probably is Alyssa, but there's no like timestamp or anything to say. Like that was probably written just randomly throughout the years. Yeah. So it was obviously planted there and her room was all thrown around and that was it. Like, Wow. And, like, people have, like, really fucking crazy stories about, like, because people came out with her saying that she talked about him, her stepfather, sexually abusing her mm-hmm. from, like, a young age. Yeah, that's what she posts on TikTok a lot mm-hmm. about. I mean, I'm really happy that that sister got some answers. Right. Honestly, because, like... Without her, this case would still be fucking unsolved. Oh, yeah. Without so. TikTok, people wouldn't fucking care. <laughs> That's just another uh, mind fuck 2020 has to fucking offer us. <laughs> it's that Gen Z generation, I'm telling you. Oh, my God. I saw, like, a Gen Z video, and I didn't know that Gen Z and millennials fight. I don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, there's a whole Reddit thing little, on it. Yeah, but it's just, like... It's it's funny. I think it's, at at this point, it's a comical joke. Oh, it totally is. But like, I saw this bitch who was fucking. She was like, she was <laughs> going like, in too hard. Was like millennials, like all you guys got is craft beer and like like reminiscing about your childhood. Um, we gotta save the world. We gotta like. Um, it's up to us to fucking fix global warming. Now go tuck your kids into bed, and it's just like. And she was angry about it. You're just like, fuck, man. People really care? I mean, to be fair, their generation already grew up with a lot of shit so far. Pandemic, race We're wars. We're all going through it. Yeah, but they're going through it at a younger age, so it's a bit different. It's like, you know. They're still. The only thing I went through that was problematic was being locked in a fucking concert hall and being told that Jesus had to enter my life, you know, like going like those concerts and at churches. I've never done that. You never went to a church show. Have you ever had to like, um, have you ever had to do like a bomb threat? Like I remember being trapped in the YMCA for hours because someone called in a bomb threat to my school. <laughs> no. It was the stupidest shit in the world. No, no, they didn't call in a bomb threat. Some what? fucking idiot wrote like one, two, three, boom goes to school. Like they found it in like <laughs> the boys' like bathroom. And they like made us go to the fucking YMCA because it was across the street. Cause like I said, my fucking high school wasn't normal. And we had to sit there in the gymnasium for like fucking hours 
And but it was so fucking stupid because they had cameras right outside the bathroom, so they were able to like pinpoint exactly who he was. The fucking yeah. kid, like, I, um, when you call in a bomb threat, you get like suspended from like the whole fucking district. <sighs> and you're already in a trouble that. kid school, so like, where the fuck are you gonna go? <laughs> he was really emo too, or that's what he looked like. I think he plays guitar. I wonder what he's doing now. Who the fuck knows? If I re- if I could remember his name, I'd look him up. I. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like I just remember being like, "When are we going home?" And they're like, "We have to keep a head count." <laughs> <laughs> like, what sense does this fucking make? But, like, some people had to be on there because they're tether, like, for, like, promotion. They they could only be out of the house for, like, certain times. Oh, my God. It was a whole scene. It sounds sounds insane. I never had to do that. I mean, never, ever, so that's good. No, but what I was saying was church shows. Like, you go see a band, like an alternative emo, screamo, metal band. You go to a church because they're always held at churches for whatever fucking reason. And you go to this church, and then you're having fun with your friends. You're listening to fucking emo music. You're living your best fucking life. You're, you think that the guy who plays guitar likes you, and he doesn't. Like, you're just having a bomb-ass time. All of a sudden, they cut the music. They make you go into a separate room. Everybody. They go in the bathroom. Everyone in the bathroom has to go in the separate room. Like, people would hide out in the bathrooms because they don't want to do this. And you go in this bathroom and they basically tell you to go to, to go to church camp and to praise Jesus and Lord, the Lord is your savior. And you're in there for like an hour just listening to this. Yeah. I wouldn't be down for that. Asking anyone if they want to be saved. Oh, you can't. They lock the doors. Um, that is a fire code violation. (laughs) They shut you in. OG Karen. Like, you motherfuckers are getting fined if you don't let me out of this building. You can't. You you get shut in. You 100% get shut in. And you have to listen to it for like an hour. That's part of the deal. I was molested by the priest. (laughs) I mean, honestly, it's really fucked up and super shitty and kind of weird. And honestly, I just did it because I wanted to go to these shows, so I didn't care. But... I mean, it, our podcast is called Millennial Ills, so right, yeah, we're uh, I'm just really, yeah. I'm just really talking about my childhood here at this point. I um, like my ex friend. <laughs> you got to think of a good name for her. Um, she got really. She could still be. I don't fucking know. She got really into like Jehovah Witnesses, like like that whole scene. Okay, that is a fucking cult it, it, it's it such is. a cult like it is. her I mom agree. married like one of the members and she wasn't approved by the church to do it they just kind of went to the courthouse and did it mm-hmm. it was such a fucking thing that there was like one time they were away at some like religious retreat and they couldn't share a hotel room with each other even though they were mm-hmm. married and she, her mother got like kicked out of a hotel room by the woman she was staying with. And she was like, because uh, the woman said, you know, something along the lines of, 
I've been waiting to get married to such and such for so long and we can't get approval and you guys just went and did it. So she like, like shunned her, like kicked her out of the fucking hotel room. Okay. The just weird kind of weird shit. Like the one woman's daughter was kind of just going through just being a fucking teenager and there was like an announcement at church. Oh, excuse me. It's not called a church. It's called like the fucking kingdom or the hallway, something like that. It's something. The hall, I think. I don't know. <laughs> um, and there was like an announcement about how like the other kids couldn't associate with her daughter anymore. Okay. Like, I feel like Jehovah's Witnesses live in their own little box anyway so well i also believe like they they yeah and i remember like one day just like going back to what you're talking about with like the concert shit i remember like being over at this girl's house and her being like well uh such and such is coming over we're gonna have like church okay and i'm like okay and she was like you don't have to fucking participate just like you know i can't like she'd always pretend like she didn't cuss and that she didn't smoke cigarettes whenever this woman was around whatever okay i don't fucking smoke cigarettes whatever yeah Um, i remember just sitting on the computer and playing some fucking stupid ass game i remember (laughs) like that woman being like talking like it was like three of them and they were all like in their little prayer circle talking and she just turns around like aaron would you like to join us? And I was like, absolutely not. My father, my grandfather would be turning around in his Catholic grave <laughs> right now. And I turned back Hell around yeah. and looked at the screen. And I ain't fucking religious. It's just like, I'm like not into your Kool-Aid. No, you don't drink it. I remember one time being at like some parking lot and like my mom, I went into a store and then some lady and this there's like two women they approach the car and they're like smiling like they knew who you like were okay and they're just like circling the car and then they're like go down the window go down the window and you're a fucking dumb kid of course you open the door and they were like um they were trying to save us like wanting us to go join their church i got told i would i didn't um the reason I wasn't religious was because I haven't found a fun enough church yet. There's no such thing. Um, I remember I was at work once. This was like a long time ago. This is, when I, this is when my hair was a pixie. So this was like maybe three, four years ago, three years ago now. And this nun, she walks around Birmingham. She like, cause I work next to a Christian science center so this nun always is walking around and she came into this has not done this since she came into the salon and she saw like all my tattoos and piercings and she was like i just felt a pull to come in here and talk to you and i was like okay racially profiling you and think you have a drug problem literally and i was like okay and she goes i just want to pray for you and you're like, I don't fucking know. She gave me a fuck. No, she gave me. She gave me a book on. She gave me a book. She gave me a rosary, and then she gave me this like weird blue flower. 
I was and like, she's like, chosen to be Damien's mother? What the fuck is I kind of felt really weird about it. I honestly was convinced that I had a curse put on me <laughs> the whole rest of the day at like, work. Like, drag me to hell style? Yeah. I really thought I did. I'm not going to lie to you. Also, I have a pet peeve when people who do, like, the walk, the Jehovah Witness, like, to your door, like, they go and talk to you at your door. I have a pet peeve when people bring their children. Because how am I supposed to be a dick to, like, a two-year-old? Right. Well, that's how they get I just you. can't be. That's so that you, like, yeah, exactly. invite them into the house. Because it's, like, a hot day and you got your four-year-old on a leash. I remember one fucking morning. It's my day off. I'm fucking sleep- sleeping in bed. I hear the doorbell ring, like, 20 fucking times. I go out to this fucking lady and her daughter. And the, da- the daughter's like, can I read you a, a script from the Bible? And I'm like... In fucking pajama pants, my hair is a mess. I look fucking crazy, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to say. So I just said yes. So I let this. You are so nice. I wouldn't have even fucking came to the door. I, I honestly didn't know if it was the mail because the mail people always ring our doorbell. So I was like, oh, the mail people are just probably ringing the doorbell, dropping off mail. I thought I didn't know if my roommate had like a signature for like a FedEx package because they don't leave shit on our front porch. And I said, yes, I couldn't say no to this fucking two-year-old. I was like, yes, you can. She goes, can we read it together? <laughs> you ever see Jesus Camp? I love that documentary. I remember I like that part in um, the beginning where they're at the bowling alley and she just goes up to that woman. Yes. And she's like, the Lord told me to come over here and see, like heal your soul. Do you need to be saved? And you can just tell by this like young woman's face, she's so badly wanting to just be like, fuck off. But she was too nice. So she just stood there and took this little girl telling her about like Jesus Christ. That was like my favorite part. My favorite part is when like the lady, oh, that terrorist woman. Oh, she was like, and if Harry Potter was real, he'd burn at the stake. You're just like, girl, you go hard. She got into a lot of trouble. She was a fucking abusive monster. You don't yeah. fucking terrorize kids like that. Yeah, she got in trouble for, I think, like, child neglect and a bunch of other stuff. One of her lines literally was, like, talking about how, like, kids in other countries will die for their gods, and we need to be prepared to die for our god. Like, this is what she's telling fucking 10-year-olds that are bawling their eyes out. And she's like, in the name of Jesus' blood... Like, <laughs> she was, they were evangelicus though. Those people are fucking crazy. Yeah, and they're crazy. That's what Mike Pence is. He's an evangelicist. That's why he's such a fucking batshit person. Well, yeah, they're really fucking fundamentalist Christians. That's, so, uh, it's just like, um, we were talking, we're not talking about a lot of documentaries, but, um, you remember that one that was like about, um, a haunted house, but it was like a haunted house for Christ. A haunted house for oh yeah oh uh, I can't hell house yeah and um like those motherfuckers were the same way where like it'd be like oh you had an abortion this is you going getting dragged to hell hmm honestly like that documentary kind of fucked me up and it, or maybe I mean I think it just weirded me out to be honest with you. Because it shows you how fucking psychotic people are. And they yeah, think they're doing the right thing. 
they think they're saving souls. <laughs> that Jesus camp was fucked up. Yeah, I, I feel like that's definitely a lot. If no one's seen it, they should watch a type of documentary. Oh, definitely. It's very, I remember watching it like years ago and I was like obsessed with it because of how wild it was. Like these kids are crying. They're about to risk it all for Jesus. Like, that's but that's what, what they wanted you to do at that fucking concert. That's what the like, type of reaction they wanted. That's why they locked the fucking doors because they wanted to fucking traumatize you like that. I'm not trying to, yeah, well. Scare you I, straight. I went to so many, honestly, I don't even understand why I went to so many church shows because they were always like the same. And I can never beat the system. I can never hide. They would find you. It's fucked up. No way. I do not like that shit. No, it's like good. um, like I know people that have gone hungry because they have to donate a certain percentage to their church mm-hmm. a month. Oh yeah, or like they get fucking shamed. My fucking grandma, God rest her soul, honestly, would fucking donate each month. She would send a check in the mail to like a, a a Jesus church. I think she would send probably like 20 bucks a month. Probably it's not what she thought she was giving money to, to be honest, but that's another story. Right. I feel like that shit's such a scam. Dude, let me tell you about my fucking trip to the dentist yesterday. Oh yeah. yeah. So, you know, I texted you. I was like, I'm not getting anything done. I'm just going in there to talk. A consult. Yeah. <laughs> So I get in there and they, and I said, like, if you could clean my teeth, if they had the time, which at the time mm-hmm. when I booked the appointment, they said they didn't, I would be down for that. Well, I'm talking to my dentist and like, you know, she's a cool lady. She don't take no fucking shit, but we're talking and she's like, well, why are you here? I was like, my wisdom tooth, like, you know, you said you couldn't remove it the last time. It's really starting to add pressure. Like I need to get it out. Like, and she's like, oh, you feel pressure <laughs> on your jaw? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, oh, it's coming out now. And I'm like, okay. And I'm trying to be calm in the chair because the last time when I got my teeth pulled, <laughs> I had never gotten teeth pulled. And like my blood pressure got really high because I just didn't know what to expect. So I'm like trying oh, yeah. to keep calm. I'm trying to keep calm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then she's like, okay, while you're here, you want your teeth cleaned too? I'm like, Okay. And she's like, okay, you need x-rays. I'm like, all right. And so she's like, and then she just gives me the breakdown. She's like, all right, well, I'm going to give you your shots, which I got five fucking shots in the roof of my mouth. Oof. Um, A cleaning, the most fucking aggressive cleaning I've ever gotten in my life. That hygienist was a fucking cunt. Like, she was a mean bitch. No, it's not even funny. Like, and she thought I was numb. So she just didn't care. Like, I have a scratch across my face like oh yogurt. <laughs> because she, like, like, kept looking up. Like, giving evil glares to whoever was in the hallway. But, like, she was, like, spraying water in my face. I felt like I was drowning. Thankfully, it only lasted for 10 minutes. But... Like, I was so bad for my gums because she was digging in so hard. (laughs) I've never had a cleaning like that before in my life. (laughs) I'm like, girl, who are you mad at? And then she was like, this bitch goes like, your teeth were bleeding very highly. You need to be 
like flossing more. And like my tongue is swollen because I've like all so numbed up. I'm also high from Novocaine because like she pumped me full of all these shots and then she made me get up and walk to a whole other section of the goddamn place. So I'm not even really coherent. And I'm just like, okay, I'll do better next time. <laughs> I'll do better next. And then like, and then like after that, and you know, my mouth is so fucking bleeding, and I haven't gotten my tooth fucking pulled yet. <laughs> like. <laughs> They have to take x-rays. And I heard the dentist say, I just need the x-ray of the tooth that she was going to pull, my last wisdom tooth. And, uh, like, they have um, students there working, like, you know, getting their mm-hmm. hair hours. So, like, they're trying to, like, take <laughs> my x-rays. Well, that fucking cunt hygienist won't stay out of it. And she's like, no, she needs a full set. <laughs> And they're like, well, no. She's like, no, it's been a year. We need new sets. And she's like, well, like, um, it's not technically due till September. Like, it's August. She's like, it's the end of August. And, like, these girls were like, I got, like, fuck. It was, like, 20 times before they could get these fucking pictures done, right? Jesus. To the point my fucking Russian dentist came into the fucking back and was like, what the fuck? I only asked for one picture. And then she's like, get her out of the chair. I got to pull her tooth. (laughs) So, like, I go back into the other room. I walk into a whole different room and sit down. It was the wrong room. Okay. But they all look the same. It's confusing. And so, like, I finally get down. And then she's, like, takes what looks like a chisel. Oh, God. And just fucking cracks it out of my mouth. And then that was my trip to the dentist. And then, like, I was getting anxiety before I went in there. You know how they take your temperature? And, of course, I don't know why I wore a sweater yesterday. It was really hot. Like, I was, like, at 98.8. And I was like, oh, it's just because I'm wearing all this heavy shit and I'm nervous. (laughs) And I'm going to prolong the, like, fucking doctors even more with my fake fever. Hey, listen. You used to wear hoodies in Warped Tour. Oh, I know. I used to wear hoodies so much in the summer that my dad would fucking scream at me. I believe it. I can't look at you. You're making me hot. <laughs> I can totally see All your dad fucking doing summer that. long. I even love though it. him and my brother used to play a game where they would like sit in the car with the heat on in the middle of summer and like who could take it the longest. That's a bit weird. They could have died. Like that's how people <laughs> fucking die. <laughs> I mean, that's a heat stroke waiting to happen. Out of fucking doubt. Um, oh, I want to talk about Honey Boy real quick before we go. Oh yeah, no, that that movie is crazy. I liked it. I thought it was really good acting, but I'm not gonna lie, it was so pretentious that I laughed a lot during that movie when I probably shouldn't have. That movie is hard to take seriously. I can agree with it. I can agree with that review 100%. Like, that was my issue with it. I know it wasn't coming through when I was texting you. Like, it just seemed like I was hating on it. But it just was, like, it was just making me laugh. Because, like, from beginning to end, even though they don't call him Shia LaBeouf, it's like, oh, Shia LaBeouf is so cool. Well. Especially, like, when they were doing, like, the therapy scenes. And he's like, I'm an actor. 
how do you know I'm not <laughs> lying to you? I've been playing lying my entire life. And you're like, oh my God, this is pro-. like, it was making me laugh because you're like, this is how he really talks. Oh yeah. That's this is honestly, what it would be like to have a conversation with him. Hell yeah. That's honestly what it is. It's just oh funny God. when people are that intense. The problem I have with um, that movie I think was I feel like there's there was so much that could have been talked about that wasn't. It was literally just a therapy session for him. It was, yeah, that's all it was. And I felt I felt like at the end, and I don't want to ruin the ending for anybody, so I'm not going to. But I just felt like I wanted more. Like I could have, I could have took more. Yeah, there really wasn't much of a like. There was a point, but not a real like straight and narrow one. It was kind of more of like you're going to think about this movie more than see a resolution. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of like the take I got on it. Honestly, I was more so just like very baffled than anything. I don't know how to explain that. Explain it, I guess, but I couldn't take him seriously at his dad in some points, but I feel like he wanted to purposely mock him a little bit. I mean, obviously he has a really, bad relationship with him so i don't Uh, i don't blame him i actually didn't see that at all i took it as like he really loves his dad and that yeah i felt nothing but loved like it seemed like he just loved his dad throughout that movie yeah i guess i can see that he really enjoyed being his father when he was acting yeah he enjoyed getting into that like yeah yeah he did i i can tell that he really liked that role a lot like i can tell that he did but Part of me kind of just feel, I don't know, maybe, maybe maybe I need to watch it again. I did watch it kind of stoned, so maybe that's where the, my problem lies is I... Um, I also see, I don't know, I'm also weird about movies because, like, you know, I wasn't, like, the biggest fan of Uncut Gem. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I thought everyone was a great actor. I just thought it was going to have more of a fucking point. See, but- I loved Uncut Gems a lot. Like, I loved, loved, loved Uncut Gems. I thought it was so great. But I'm also really biased because I'm a huge, um, I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan. I love Adam Sandler. Also, um, happy belated birthday to my main man, Andy Samberg. I was thinking about That's My Boy. That's a funny movie. I love, I think everyone should honestly watch That's My Boy. That's a sleeper one. No one saw that movie. That one's great. How can no one see that? See it? Oh, it's so funny. It's 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 a fucking funny movie. Like I rewatched it like a couple weeks ago, and I was cracking up the whole time. And I just remember when we saw it in theaters. Remember when we saw pop stars in theaters, and we were only in there with that fucking annoying couple that had like a Polaroid camera, and they were taking pictures of each other. <laughs> yep. And then you're they were like, Can you take us a picture? And Rachel got up, of course, and was like, Yes, I will take your picture. <laughs> I just remember <laughs> being like, Man, to be 16 years old again and not having a couch to go make out on is oh, so know. fucking annoying when they now have couches at the movie theater. Honestly, I have no interest to ever go back to a movie theater again at this point. I don't think oh, they're really? coming back. I don't think they're coming back. No, it's going to be a long time until they do. And if they do, they're going to have to do, like, it can't be at capacity. There's going to have to be social much distancing. Rather, I would much rather pay, like, $20 to run a movie in my living room 
Yeah, I feel that. Just like, then you can invite people over. You can chill. You don't have to worry about fucking people's seats. You don't have to worry about fucking going home afterwards. Like, it's just fucking there. I enjoyed, like, when the pandemic first started. Like, we rented a few of those, like, movies that were supposed to come out into theaters, but then they just straight up released. Yeah, I'm actually really excited about Batman. I haven't even watched the trailer for it. It it looks pretty, pretty cool. There was a lot of jokes about what he looked like, and someone compared him to Gerard Way and Helena. That's hysterical. Oh, my God. Because he wears, he's wearing, you have to look it up. It's so funny. He's wearing, he's wearing eyeliner. I just really hope that this is, like, the last Batman series, because I can't deal with any more Batman movies. They're good. Ben Affleck's going to come back with, like, another one. Ben Affleck just needs to stay in his lane honestly he's too busy like talking about being sober so well, we can cut that out agree. But whatever that was also another thing then that honey boy like once like they showed the AA shit with the dad I was like okay I get it I totally get his character he's just some AA scumbag like yeah who, like he's not necessarily a bad guy now but his addiction made him fucking terrible and he's living with the fucking regrets of fucking yeah. did I ever tell you when um the security guard at my work thought I needed help and, like, gave me, like, all this AA information. No. Really? Ugh, my fucking dumbass co-worker needed the fucking... She had... They had been asking around for, like, the pamphlet because she was, like, trying mm-hmm. to get her license back and she needed the prayer from AA. They just needed the packet. So one day I'm walking into work and I get, like signaled by this woman to come closer and she's one of the security mm-hmm. guards i'm talking and she's like i just want you to know i talked to such and such and he's here for you okay like, what and like i'm i'm quiet i'm not saying anything i'm like okay and then she pulls out the aa stuff and i was like oh well i'll just grab it and give it to the person who needs it like whatever she thinks it's for me and she's like it has his personal phone number on there you can call anytime day or night um just like giving me this whole spiel like i'm an alcoholic i don't even fucking drink but she thought i was the one and who um had the alcohol who was an alcoholic oh she got all mixed up and it's not like i could have said oh this isn't for me because that's what anyone with a fucking alcohol problem would say if they were given like <laughs> It was just like basically given the spiel about how like I I could be saved if I want to be saved. And like I had all this information. I remember fucking getting that packet and going around the corner. And when I saw that girl, I fucking threw it at her. I was just like, here's your fucking paperwork. Cause like they literally think I'm the one with the fucking problem. You're like, I'm the least of your worries. I was like, God damn it. I remember my other coworker was like, do you want me to go out there and say that wasn't for you? I was like, no, that's just going to make it worse. It's going to make it seem like it was for me. Like, don't draw attention to it. Yeah. Like now we just pretend it doesn't exist. Never happened. Yeah, it never happened. We'll just laugh about it later. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Oh man. Thankfully that woman retired. So now. Well, now you're all good. You're not. She just doesn't think I'm anymore. just some hopeless person who never fucking got help. Exactly. You never saw me at any of the meetings. That's hilarious. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I guess we're getting close to the end of the episode, so might as well end it yeah. here. Exactly. All right. Till next time, people. Next time.
Bye. In the words of the great Bugs Bunny, that's all, folks. Oh, fuck, wait, no, that was fucking Porky Pig. God damn it. Whatever, the fucking podcast is over with. I'm annoyed.